Every time, I, every time we come across a gospel that has an image of sheep in it, I can't help but think of growing up across the street from my grandfather's house. Um, my grandfather, they had a small sheep farm right on Highway 1. And it was, it was a normal thing for me when I was off of school in the afternoon. I'd go, I'd go to my grandparents' house waiting for my mom and dad to get off. And when my grandfather would go out to feed the sheep, a lot of times I went with him. Now sheep are very, um, they're very loyal. Um, they're very loyal animals. And they have a tendency to be very, very docile in whatever it is that's going on. They're also creatures of habit. It's like reflecting back, I remember seeing we would go to the gate and go to open it. And the second that, a sh- that the sheep noticed that my grandfather was approaching the gate, they would start to kind of crowd around. So they would open the gate, and then they would basically follow him until it was time to get their food out, pour it in the pen, and they would go. When I would go with them, of course, as they crowded around, I would scare them away. I'd chase them away, I'd push them, or I'd do something just to get them running around. I guess you could say I was a sheepdog of sorts. Um, but as we would go, my grandfather would get it set up, and he would get everything and, and put the food out, and sure enough, the sheep, they were creatures of habit. They were very, very docile, and they followed him basically every step that he would go all the way until they got their food. Also, in this, in this very small farm, uh, we had one goat. And that one goat was not like the sheep. Goats generally are stubborn animal. They kind of do their own thing. Uh, they eat everything. And a goat is usually the one is usually the animal that you have to try and get out of the fence because they got hooked because they were trying to go where they didn't belong. So, it's very fitting that today, Jesus, in this Gospel, uses this image of sheep, of sheep, not sheep, sheep and goats. As we look at this Gospel, as we look at and put ourselves, obviously, as desiring to be one of the sheep, and one of those who's a follower of the Lord, a good, faithful disciple, right? A docile follower of, our, of Jesus. We get our homework, in a sense. Like Jesus lays out exactly what it is that His followers do. He lays out the homework very plainly for us. I was hungry, and you gave me food. Thirsty, and you gave me drink. A stranger and you welcomed me, naked and you clothed me, ill and you cared for me, imprisoned and you visited me. Very plain, very simple, very familiar challenge to all of us as homework. Today I'd like to ask a very simple question How are we doing with our homework? You reflect back in your life. Hungry and give me food. Thirsty, give me drink. Stranger and welcome me. Naked and clothe me. Ill and care for me. Imprison and visit me. How are we as a church? How are you as a follower of the Lord? As one of His sheep? Doing, living that mission. Every day of your life. 
See, Jesus, what he's doing is he's setting the standard. And if you notice, this is all in the context of getting into heaven. And he's giving us basically what is the criteria to get into heaven. Now, I've had a lot of conversations with people through the seminary and now as a priest. And every time the question of heaven and hell or life after death or whatever it is comes up, most of the time people want to ask questions because they want to know, am I getting in? Like, am I getting into heaven? And it's a question that I think we all wrestle with at some point. Where I'm living and what I'm doing right now, am I, if I would be to drop dead right now, am I getting into heaven? Or do I get the second place? Right? Most of the time, those conversations, though, if people ask and they come up to me and they say, look, I'm a good person. Like, I try to be a good person. Um, a lot of times out here, I haven't killed anyone. A lot of times out here, I, I go to Mass every Sunday. If, being a good, if trying to be a good person, not killing anyone, and going to Mass every Sunday is the standard for getting into heaven, we really think about it, that's a low bar. That's a very low bar. See, what Jesus is doing today is raising that bar and, and challenging us to hit it. He's giving us a higher bar that's actually hard to do. If you don't believe me, think of going work at a food bank or going to visit a hospital or a nursing home or going to visit someone in prison, writing letters to someone in prison. We can justify every reason why not to do it today. Why not to do it right now. Because it's not comfortable. Right? But, this is exactly what Jesus is asking. For the hungry, give them food. For the thirsty, give them drink. For a stranger, welcome them. Someone who's down on their luck, who's materially poor, give alms. Someone who's ill, care for them. Someone who's imprisoned, visit them. I think if we take this as a challenge, and we actually try to live one of these corporal works of mercy every day, we would see in our, li in our lives, Jesus kind of change us. We would all of a sudden start to speak differently, to look differently. The world around us would look different, would be different. So, maybe, maybe for us to have some real incarnate good homework. Something that I do a lot of times with the, with the students at Holy Rosary is on Fridays, I, I always give them their little list of homework for the week. Well, today it's coming to Sacred Heart. Take the corporal works of mercy. What we've just heard, what our Lord continues to give us as that bar, right? That bar for salvation. And look at it and try to incorporate one each day over the next week. Hungry, and I gave you food. Thirsty, and I gave you something to drink. Stranger, and welcome you. Naked, and clothe you. Ill, and, and cared for you. Imprisoned, and visited you. Try to live that incarnation. Live as Jesus. That way. One, one way over the next week. Now, I mean, I'm not talking about, you don't have to organize 50 people to go to a food bank. That would be fantastic. 
But every one of us probably on Thursday ate a little bit too much. And every one of us on Thursday probably had a little bit too much food prepared. And every one of us is probably still eating off of those same leftovers that are sitting in the fridge today for lunch. Most of us at least. And every one of us in our neighborhood, in our family, somebody that's close to us, knows someone that could use a spare plate of food. They may be down in their luck. Economy might be hitting them hard. But would it be so hard for us to feed the hungry by fixing one plate and bringing it to them? Another way. In prison, and you visited me. Now, I don't know if all of us can go to a jail to visit the imprisoned. But at this time of year, I think a lot of our faithful, a lot of our brothers and sisters who have seen death in their family, especially around this time of year, you could say that they're imprisoned in their emotions, in their mourning. There's an isolation that kind of happens where everybody else is loving the holiday season except me. In prison and you visit me. Maybe be so bold as to break down that wall and reach out to someone who you know may be suffering, may be struggling, may be mourning the death of a loved one in a time that's supposed to be so family-oriented, so friend-oriented, so relationally-oriented as the holiday season. I think if we live these out and live these corporal works of mercy out, as we approach Advent next week, as we approach the coming of Christ, the, the gift of Christ in Christmas, we'll be preparing ourselves more and more and more as His disciples to be able to receive that gift that God so, so passionately and so lovingly wants to give us at Christmas. So today, just take the corporal works of mercy as our homework. Let's live out the faith that Jesus proclaimed, the faith that Jesus witnessed. Because Jesus, when someone was hungry, fed them. Thirsty, gave them drink. Stranger, welcomed them. Naked, he clothed them. Ill, he cured them and cared for them. And in prison, he visited them. May our hearts be transformed to be more like Christ so that we, we may do these works of mercy in our everyday life.